So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance earn millions to start investing? How do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. So about a month and a half ago, I was on stream, you guys uh, might have seen it, if not, I'll link it below. And someone came on and they said they had bought $2 puts on Chesapeake Energy. Oh, you have $2 puts. This guy's genius. And I just, I, I love Chesapeake Energy. I trade them so much. Uh, and recently, kind of back when this happened, they just done a reverse split. So one share of their stock turned into 100 shares of their stock and their stock price, you know, multiplied by 100. Uh, and when that happens, you usually have about a month or two of, you know, peaked volatility stuff really moves because people are like, whoa, what happened? There's like a reverse split, what's going on? And combined with sort of the current, there's like so much movement in the energy sector um, with commodities and with energy companies. I have like got just so many long positions in like oil companies or natural gas companies that have, you know, gone up 700% or a thousand percent, something like that. And they've just been phenomenal. It's been a really great sector. Energy has been a really interesting sector. And so when this guy came on and he said, you know, he had the, the puts, I was like, whoa, this, this, this is crazy. I had never swung trade uh, Chesapeake Energy before. I had always just day traded it because they're kind of like a really volatile nine to noon stock. Like you only really day trade them, right? And so you don't really want to hold that overnight usually because it is, you know, those companies are very, very, very volatile overnight, uh, which can work out to your advantage if you know how to use it to your advantage. But most of the time, when you're just starting out, um, and, and really 80 to 85% of the time with these really risky companies, um, specifically with Chesapeake, they had started filing for bankruptcy. Obviously, if a company goes bankrupt, their stock's gonna go to zero. Um, might not be true, we'll see how it works out. Hertz has kind of flipped lately with uh, everything that's been going on. But usually when companies go bankrupt, their stock is worthless. And so you really want to see confirmation on any of the plays that you do, and they have to be quick. Maximum one week trade. I mean, maximum one week hold time. And then within like six days, it should probably be like 60, 70, kind of within this range right here. If you hold too long and then one night they go bankrupt, you know, you can have a PG&E situation or PCG situation where the stock goes down 60% in the pre-market because they file for bankruptcy. There's a massive lawsuit or something. Um, and so that's just kind of the what, what was going on um, and how I learned uh, about this really nice potential swing trade on Chesapeake. So um, first things first, in the short term, uh, this guy kind of asked me what I thought he should do and uh, with the position because he had puts, he'd probably made about 400% on them at the time. What I would do here is I would wait for, I think it's it pretty easily, like as long as the market stays down for the next couple of days. Like I said, these guys are probably gonna go to 13, like without much resistance. I, I, I don't think it's gonna be like that difficult for them to get to 13. And um, so the initial price target I saw for them was like 13 bucks is kind of uh, a temporary bottom. Um, and when they get to 13, I would probably like sell half, maybe a third, maybe, maybe a sixth. But it wasn't like a buying bottom because it wasn't really a setup with it. It was just kind of where it would naturally go to because it was a solid support level based on the past week or two after the split, right? And the news for the bankruptcy. So I would probably want these guys at 13 before I made a move on them, maybe 12 or 10. I think they'll go below this moving average pretty easily. Instead, what happened is, like I saw the stock and I saw that I had really nice upside swing potential in like the medium term. And so what I did is I said, okay, well look, if the stock goes over this price, like bam, I want it. They would have to break, I think at least $25 for it to even like register with investors. I'm gonna go on my phone right now. I'm gonna open up the TD Ameritrade app, Thinkorswim app, 
and I'm gonna send notification. And if these guys hit $40, I think you have a really good play here if these guys break over $40. So I'm gonna do a notification for these guys over $40. That was 40 bucks. And so like I, you know, I pulled out TD on my phone and I said notification, I said, hey look, stock goes over 40 bucks, let's get in this. Uh, because those kinds of companies, when they're super, super, super low in the long term or in the medium term, uh, they can have really quick retraces to moving averages. And uh, an example that popped up to mind recently is a position I have uh, that just broke the 1000% club uh, in ENLC. Uh, and also one in ET, I close ET in a couple hundreds of percentages. Uh, but again, you have companies that are going very, 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 very far below the moving averages and then kind of coming back up into the 100 daily MA and uh, hopefully to the 200 daily MA in the short term. Uh, and those are kind of, that, that was basically what I saw is like, wow, this has big swing trade potential. And essentially how I got a price target of about 70 or so bucks uh, for Chesapeake. Take this height right here and you, you, you add that to the top, and that's kind of your price target. As long as I close over this moving average right here, which is at like 39, if they kind of close at like 40, then they could maybe go to like 70. So what happened after that was basically the most important thing. And uh, you know, my dream is to have like computer monitors all over the place, like a room that just has like 50 monitors in it so that I can always have a chart on a stock. Uh, and just perpetually like be able to glance at it um, because right now like I don't have that ability right so uh, basically what happened is on the four hour chart and also on the daily chart but more so on the four hour chart there was an inverted head and shoulders setup uh, on Chesapeake and as soon as it broke out of the inverted head and shoulders setup it just exploded uh, within one day I think the thing went from 15 bucks to 26 dollars or so and then in the pre-market, it opened up at like 40 bucks, which was today. And then they went up to 75 bucks a day, which is basically the target. And then they, um, they had five circuit breakers a day, which was really crazy. They had three on the way up and then one at the top and then one more circuit breaker on the way down after the top. And the top was at about 12, 12, which is usually where you see peaks in kind of later day moves is around noon. Um, so it was a pretty simple top to, to kind of predict. And, uh, all around just insane so it was actually really weird what happened i have never seen this ever 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 i've used the thinkorswim app to, to create notifications like if a price goes above a certain price you know give me a notification and i set that notification uh you know weeks and weeks and weeks ago and the notification like went off in the app but like usually when you get a notification uh or you get a price notification right it shows up in your notifications feed on your phone um, and I have a bunch of different TD accounts. So my notifications were separate from my trading account that I was using today, uh, which was the Roth. I had notifications in the individual account. And so because of that, I didn't get the notification when I logged into Thinkorswim and I, I rely on my phone for that notification. And I don't know why, I, don't, I have no idea what happened, but for the first time like ever, it didn't freaking show a notification in the notification feed and give the little Thinkorswim ding, which I, I could, it was, I have no idea what happened. Um, basically what happens, if you don't know, um, this is kind of similar to a position that I had in stamps recently. I had a notification, you know, of stamps. And basically if it went over that price, I was like, bam, gotta buy this stock. And uh, I got the notification sitting in the middle of, uh, standing in the middle of a post office shipping out books. And uh, I dropped everything, got on my laptop immediately. It was like five minutes till market close and just hit the buy button on calls uh, close to expiration as fast as possible. And then in like two days, the stock literally, I mean, it was insane. It just exploded. Um, and that, that's why I take my notifications very, very, very seriously. Because when I set a notification and it comes off, 
you buy. It, you just you just have to be quick on it. Really high success rate, like 89% of the time. So I didn't get a notification. So I didn't get a notification to buy it um, at 40 bucks, which is what it opened at this morning. If you bought the uh, contracts that expired Friday, the calls, um, they're about five bucks this morning and at the peak it was about 780% buying from the open uh, to, to kind of closing at the peak um, which was also actually kind of cool if you look at the intraday it was kind of like an ABCD setup um, so definitely was a, a trade there I'd say that's probably about a 400% trade um, but I had a little bit of advanced knowledge coming into it uh, but where it gets really interesting and, and, and where I just could not believe my mind um, like I said, I wasn't actually like, I didn't see the stock when it was doing an inverted head and shoulder setup after it crashed down into it. Um, but, oh my God. So basically you always do close to expiration with these plays because they are very, very quick plays. That's where it gets interesting because last Thursday, the stock was, you know, 15, right? And when a stock is like, you know, 15 or so, the, the highest strike call options that you can buy expiring today, uh, or not today, but expiring Friday, was 36 right so for me the further out of the money you go the more money you make if you're right and i was pretty damn confident i was going to be well i mean i didn't make the trade so i i guess you can't really i i can't really say if i didn't have money in it it's kind of hard to tell because Chesapeake energy like i said they're a day trade stock they are not predictable they will do whatever they want they are a crazy company because i've seen so many times when this stock will go up 20 or 30 percent in the free market the market will open the shorts will get squeezed out and the stock will double in a day um, but anyway, because 36 was literally a 300% move for the stock or something crazy like that, um, the, the call options were worth like literally nothing. Like there were no buyers. You could get the calls if you look that far out of the money, the options shade for a penny where you had sort of these worthless options that were trading at essentially zero with very low liquidity. Um, and these are the contracts. These are the kinds of contracts where you can put a bid in for a penny and it looks amazing because this is a 36 strike. People at 35 are paying zero. People at 34 are paying zero. People at 33, like no one's paying any money. So if you will like pay people money, it's insane. People will write those contracts. If it happens, if it happens, what you're gonna see happen is really similar to something that Stellar did a couple years ago. Um, and here's where it is right here, right? So the coin, basically they were at like zero, like a penny. They went to like nine pennies, and then they went to um, they went to like thirty. Again, I wasn't looking at the actual history when this was last Thursday because I, I just didn't see the setup in time, um, and I just I wasn't actively monitoring it, which obviously I should have been. Um, but I, I am fairly certain you could have gotten like twenty four calls for a penny, um, and it would have you know if you did that, you would have basically tripled the figures that we're about to go through. Um, and again, sometimes it's hard to get filled on low volume, so sometimes you have to bid like two cents, and if you bid two cents, it cuts your profits in half at the end of the day, which is not bad by any means, uh, but I, I do really appreciate those one cent fills, and I know that with very, very, very far out of the money, low volume, really, really cheap options. Um, so anyway, without uh, so if you bought the calls in the inverted head and shoulder setup, and then you kind of sold it to Target today, you're looking at an entry point of one penny per contract, which is a dollar per hundred shares, um, and you know at the peak they were worth $42. So what you're looking at there is a 419,900% just explosion. I mean insane. It turns $100 in almost $420,000, $419,900. I mean just insane. The, the, the profit there is just massive uh, and uh, it, it was just really crazy. 
and uh, just a massive, massive, massive move in uh, Chesapeake. So um, a little bit more risk there, obviously, because you're taking the swing trade, which means you're holding overnight. Uh, but if you look at the swing trade versus what I think was the optimal day trade, if you buy at the open at 40 and sell at the peak around the mid 70s, you know, that's only like 750%. Um, you know, you're getting, you know, 10x, almost, you know, 50x that um, by, by taking the swing trade there. And uh, obviously just a phenomenal, phenomenal payoff for a, uh, a very low amount of capital. Um, you probably cut the profits in half if you did like two week expirations um, and about a quarter if you did one month expirations, that'd probably be about 100,000. Um, but I, I think you can pretty confidently make a shorter term play here. And um, the one week, I think were the right calls here. They, again, about 400 grand um, from 100 bucks. This is pretty good, it's phenomenal, it's amazing. Um, I mean, this is like luck and level movement. And uh, it was all based on, like there wasn't even news. It was just like, people are buying oil companies. We better buy oil companies. Computer go beep boop. And, uh, and that's, that's basically, uh, they just exploded. So a lot of it's an element of luck, um, but a big chunk of it is like, I've traded these guys a lot before. So I kind of knew like, they have the potential to do what they did today, which is go up, you know, 200%. They have the potential to triple in a day. They've I mean, in the past two days, they went from $11 to $75. And um, you really have to be in sync with the stock. And, and this is one of those stocks where like, I knew that. And it was like within me. Um, the, for, as for the execution, the execution wasn't great. Um, for the day trade, I didn't get the notification. I have no idea why. And so um, I probably should have been trading it, but I was trading another play today, INV this morning that went up about 10X. Um, I, I, I got about 500% out of it. so. Pretty solid there, I'm really happy about that. Uh, so most of my attention at the market open was on that stock. And because of that, I kind of glanced over the pre-market gainer screener, which had this on it as a pre-market gainer because they went up like 40, 50% in the pre-market. Uh, but I wasn't focusing on that because I was on another trade that was you know, more pressing at the time. So missed out in the morning on the day trade. And as for the swing trade, it's a, it was a really, really obvious inverted head and shoulders. I just, uh, I, didn't, I didn't go back to look back at the stock. Um, I didn't put it in my calendar. Usually if I have a company I want to look back at, I'll put it in my calendar and I'll see it in my calendar and then I'll go back and look at it uh, when it comes up in the calendar. But I didn't do that here. And so I kind of missed the, the, the swing trade there, which a little bit sad, uh, but definitely, definitely something to learn from. And if I can't pull off one of these trades, I will definitely be getting tons of monitors so I can always have quotes on stock, which is super cool. So thank you guys so, so much. Hope you get a ton of value from today's training and it was pretty freaking cool. Have a great day. Bye. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, 9 to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at 9toNoonSecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.